0: Uh, mine now. You belong to me. Today we're going to play a new fun game. Hello, my name is Dan and I am just a dream. Your name's Nicolette.
1: Nicolette?
0: Yes. Nikachu Nicochew. I found you. I found you. I get loads of Pokemon points for finding Um, a -a Nicochew.
1: Did you ever play, what was that um, Pokemon thing that... Pokemon Go, did you ever play that back in the day? I think it's still around.
0: No. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't ever play it, I'm afraid. Uh, are we not going to do the intro? We're just going to go straight to talk about Pokemon?
1: Oh, we can. <laughs> a game that was popular in 2007. Oh, I mean, we can if God. you want.
0: Yeah. It's been three weeks since we recorded and I've totally forgotten what how you do a podcast. <laughs> We've done names. We've done names. Um, I think we've established that we're, I'm just a dream. I'm a dream within a dream, actually. Yeah. Um, and within that dream, we record a podcast. Uh, this is our 57th episode, and this is our Mindfuck Movies episode, which we sort of decided we're going to call WTF, WTF or, yeah, something like that. We're going to be talking about Mulholland Drive and Triangle. So if we can figure out what happened in Mulholland Drive, even a little bit, I'll be happy. Yeah. After that, we're going to choose our topic and our films for the next episode. And then the final section is Stitch Up, where you're going to be talking about Gooby, 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 Gooby.
1: Mm-hmm. The, the
0: film about the giant bear. What is Robbie Coltrane? Train? <laughs> <Very laughs> weird. Anyway. Yeah. Um, That's- and then we... Oh, fo- yeah. I
1: was going to say... It's- <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my internet. <laughs> <You know.
0: laughs> Are you talking or am I talking? That's the thing about doing the Zoom, <laughs> it. There's a delay, so you know, someone starts talking and you're.
1: Like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> now you you go. Oh
0: uh, well, listen. I I was just going to ask how you are, mate.
1: I've been a bit crazy busy with work. It's been, it's been a mind fuck of a couple of weeks with work. Oh, um, You
0: weaved it into the topic. Nice.
1: Hey. <laughs> um, but. Other than that, it's been, like, the weekends have been quite lovely. I went camping a couple of weeks ago with my mates, which is, like, the first kind of big outing I've done since we got out of lockdown. And it was funny because, like, uh, my friends that I went with, they're like, oh, the last time we saw you was in Greece last year. I was like, holy shit. It was a really good weekend. We talked about movies. One of my mates suggested a movie, which I'll discuss in a sec. Um, okay. Also, went to my first 30th for this year. You're what? First 30th birthday. Like, because I turned 30 this year and all, like most of my friends turned 30.
0: All right. We get it. You've got loads of mates.
1: Oh, no. no. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Ooh, um, popular. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was like the first 30th I went to was on Saturday. I'm like, well, oh, this is weird. Like, there, was, there in, should have been, like, a couple more that I would have attended this year. But because of COVID, everyone had ISO birthdays.
0: ISO. I love how there's an actual phrase for it now. I ISO say. birthdays. It's typical Australian yeah. shortening it as well, isn't it? <laughs> we ain't I got time it. to say the whole word. <laughs> You're fucking sick. you got to shorten it, mate, because we're all fucking busy.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true. In Melbourne, that, that's definitely for sure. If you went up, up north, everyone's, like, bloody relaxed and they probably shorten things because they're just too chilled
0: what well, like of ballarat
1: ballarat no oh, ballarat that's a place i'll take it yeah, i know it is
0: it's a real place that's why i said it i didn't just make <laughs> it up I'm just saying words
1: what about you how you been
0: i've oh, been all right mate I, I, I first podcast that i'm recording in the new place that i'm current i wouldn't say my new home but the place that i'm temporarily staying and while i sort a few things out um so uh, that's quite nice i've got a new setup uh, a bit more space to record um which is lovely Uh, Lovely. you know a a change of scenery um i had a covid test the other day which was interesting my first one uh um, i i I had a stick up my nose and a stick down my throat have you i guess you've had these COVID tests haven't you with with work yeah
1: i've had about i've had about three because with our With the film industry, I mean, I'm not on set every... I I don't have to go on set, so I don't have to get it done twice a week. I've had about three COVID tests.
0: It's fine, isn't it? It just makes me... uh, I chuck the stick down my throat and it makes me gag and then they put it up my nose and I want to sneeze.
1: (laughs) Start crying. Yeah, I I did weep. It also depends on the person. The first time I got it done was fine. The second person that did it, she goes, did you break your nose? I go, no. And then she like stuck it up even further. She goes, oh, there we go. She bloody cleaned out my nostrils doing it. I was like, Jesus oh, Christ.
0: Yeah, bit <laughs> back up in there, did you? Did, you, did your nose just yeah. like, just fall out? And go... I was going to say you <laughs> ass, but that's not right, is it? I didn't do biology at school. No. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, I had a COVID test, um, I have watched 15 films, and I've completed two computer games since the last time we hey, recorded. As we said, it's probably. been three weeks, so I completed uh, Miles Morales, Spider-Man, on the PS4, which was great, and I completed mm. The Last of Us, and then I almost immediately bought The Last of Us 2. And yes, apart from all of the moving stuff, the fun of moving with vans and, you know, Gary, you Get the left side to no to me to you. Oh, you clip the door frame, you clip and then you bash your How many times do you bash oh, your hand on a my door frame? God. When you, when, oh.
1: We had to, um, because we had some water damage here at my mum and dad's house, yeah. So we had, had to a move Mickey all, roof. The,
0: yes. Was it drop bears?
1: Yep, the drop bears just smashed into my mum and dad's bedroom, and all of this water came out. <laughs> Luckily, no furniture or, or any appliances got damaged. But, yeah, the other week I had to help them move all the shit out and, like, their furniture is so bloody heavy. And dad's like, yeah, we'll just move it ourselves. I'm like, "I okay, go, I've got a bloody dolly. Let's move it with, like, a trolley. What's the point of bloody breaking our backs doing this? And he goes, yeah. Oh, yeah, this is much easier. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking practicality. What have you been watching?
0: Oh, fil- oh yeah, films. Let's 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 start with the first one I watched. I watched a film called Adult Life Skills, which was a British film on Netflix, which was, uh, it was good. It hit a bit of a nerve. It's about a woman that lives in a shed. She loses her twin and um, she lives in a shed for a while and it's just about her sort of letting go and stuff. And it was, it was very nice. It was a funny film and it hit a bit of a nerve. The Trial of the Chicago 7. Have we spoken about this before?
1: No, we haven't. We haven't I have heard um, Movie Drone reviewed this a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. They did actually. What do you think?
0: I thought it was great. Yeah. I'd love I, I love a Law um, film anyway. Uh, yeah. And there were some really good performances in it. Uh, I bought a book actually off the back of it by Abby Hoffman, which um, is oh, the yeah. character played by, uh, what's his name? Sasha Baron Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen. And I bought his book, so I'm going to. I started to read it and then I decided I wanted to read a different book first. So I started reading The Men Who Stare at Goats. So I'm into that at the moment. And then when I finish that, I might go back and, and read still, still this book it's called. But the film I thought was excellent. I really enjoyed it. I was a bit of a sucker for it. I think Movie Drone said in their review that there was some artistic license in it. Uh, you know, some of the stuff didn't happen or didn't happen quite yeah. the way it was portrayed on screen, which is always the case with films or often the case with true stories. But I really enjoyed it. I, I would recommend giving it a watch. I've written down a film called Extraordinary.
1: And you don't know what it's about. I
0: can't remember what it is. I can't remember what it is. <laughs> what is it? If you're listening to this podcast and you know what Extraordinary is, please write at P O box, P-I-S-S. Um. <laughs> And then I watched *Lord of Illusions*, which is—I uh, felt like watching a bit of Clive Barker. And it's got Scott Bakula. Do you remember a show called *Quantum Leap*? <Lady singing> is it a British show? Moving on, and then I watched a film called uh, *Prospect* i didn't love it it was it was an interesting idea it was set off world and sort of about these astronauts who mine for precious materials but it ended up just being a bit dull and very hard to hear probably a bit like this podcast and then i fell down a rabbit hole of murder things and i consumed the ted bundy tapes on netflix and then after that i watched a documentary on Amazon called Ted Bundy Falling for a Killer, which kind of gave a platform to the people that have been affected by the murders. So, you know, survivors, a couple of survivors, spouses of people that had been killed, uh, parents of some of the women. And that was a bit more interesting because there was interviews that you hadn't necessarily seen before because a lot of the time they concentrate on Bundy. But um, it was nice to see some interviews with other people that you don't necessarily hear from all that often. Off the back of that, I watched the Ted Bundy film starring Zac Efron as Ted Bundy.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I thought, because that popped up on my Netflix and I've been meaning to watch it.
0: I didn't hate it, but I thought he was hugely miscast. I didn't get it. I think that he wasn't oddly enough. I don't think he was charming enough. So it was all right, it was all right, but it, it tried to cover too much of the Bundy stuff and I don't think he was cast correctly. I think it should have been somewhere else. And then I watched Climax, which uh, Radio Corpus did an episode about, so I won't talk about that too much. If you want to hear about that, listen to their rep, because I hate talking about Climax too much, mate. I didn't like it at all. <laughs> harrowing, harrowing.
1: <Stitcher>. Scarred
0: me. <laughs> uh, just burned through the last couple, as above, so below. Still enjoyed that one. Ghosts of War, Dog Shit, Avengers Endgame Classic. And last <laughs> night, randomly, I watched Poseidon. Huh. I, I don't know why I just needed a sort of a switch your brain off adventure film. So I went for a Kurt Russell film, what is called Poseidon, about a boat I that think goes I'm upside down. That. It's all
1: right. Oh no, maybe you have seen it. Is it there's been a few versions of Poseidon, right?
0: Yeah, there has. I think there was yeah. one in the 70s with Gene Hackman. And yeah. then they did another one with Kurt Russell and Richard Dreyfus and Josh Lucas. That's it nice. was all right. It won't change your life, but it's kind of exactly what I needed at that moment. I've been finding it difficult to concentrate on anything. So uh, that's why I played a lot of computer games and I've watched a few comedy shows and sketch shows and that sort of thing.
1: What have I watched last night? I wanted to watch something nice and easy. So I watched Jack Whitehall's Travel with My Father, the Aussie version. It was all right.
0: The Aussie Uh, version? What do you mean?
1: Like when he was in Australia earlier this year. I think there's four seasons. The first season is my favourite. I watched a short film on Netflix called If Anything Happens, I Love You, which is about two parents who have lost their child Due to um, school shooting in in the in the states, that was quite good. Uh, I watched a total two four six, six, total of twelve sixteen. Oh, I can count. I work in accounts, Whee! and I can count. That's a good. Start. <laughs> I watched a total of sixteen films. Apparently, this week uh, the past three weeks. That's pretty. Three it's weeks. not a lot.
0: Well, I did fifteen, um, so you beat me by one.
1: Yeah, I pushed them out yesterday. I was like, working from I was working from home, and I thought, well, I can put it on next to my screen in the background and watch some mm. really easy films.
0: I hope uh, your boss so- isn't listening to this.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's not. Um, <laughs> I watched an I watched an Aussie film called That's Not Me, which is about these twin sisters, one who becomes quite successful in the film industry and the other sister wants to be in the film industry and she thinks oh you know I'll get this big role and I'll do well but her sister takes on a small role and then does really well so it's just like her I guess her journey of not being successful and getting jealous of her sister I finally watched The Social Dilemma which was not too bad I watched Tenet
0: so it's a social dilemma then So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that Tenet Is uh, the same word forwards as it is backwards Oh it's Christopher Nolan being all clever Ooh. 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 <laughs> I, I put a Tenet ban on you didn't I Yeah
1: Because
0: I've not seen it, I, it and I don't well, want to know anything about it
1: You don't want to know anything about
0: I've it I've heard that it's a solid 7 out of 10 film
1: Solid out of 10 7 out of seven. 10 It's pretty good yeah. I was
0: for. No, okay. La 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 la. I promise. La 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 la
1: No, no, it's fine. Um, I won't. No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. When I la 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 la. You are the worst. I um I watched Inception in the cinema. Oh,
0: Inception's just a dream. It's just a dream. you yeah, a dream. It's How a topical.
1: Well, I watched trailers and there was a massive hype about it. And when I watched it, when I went to see it, I was a little bit disappointed, a bit underwhelmed. I didn't watch any trailers.
0: You went in dry.
1: <laughs> I only knew a couple of things. I only found out Kenneth Brenner was in it until like oh, yes. the day that I watched it. Oh, God, I, I wish I could tell you. But I I can't. Can't, you can't
0: tell me anything I know that Brandon's in it I saw him in a trailer on a boat He,
1: yeah. he only he's does films
0: good. Where he's on a boat No,
1: oh,
0: Dunkirk does he? Death on the Nile Tenet oh, I mean Frankenstein he's, he's on a boat <laughs> on <a laughs> Frankenstein <Wild> His <laughs> <Wild laughs> best film yet
1: He's
0: on a giant spider in he, If yeah. I remember correctly
1: He becomes a giant spider doesn't he
0: he does. He's like the head of a <laughs> on the body of a spider. Wow, wow. Jim West, Desperado, Rough Rider. No, you don't want none of, none <laughs> of this six gun with a running us Buffalo Soldier. Damn, that's what I told you. She'll be oh. out of that dress when she meets Jim West. All
1: right. Anyway, it I'll move. I'll move on. <laughs> you don't want me to say anything about
0: it. I just don't want to know any details. Right, what do you? So, I mean, you can tell me if you liked it or not.
1: Um, well, out of actors, I feel like Brenner stood out. Okay, he—I'll oh, say that. And then there was a comment about sound mixing, and I would agree with that at the the start of the film. And that's all I'm going to say.
0: Okay, is that in terms of audio? Um, like, obviously, audio. What am I talking about? Sound is no. audio. No uh, dialogue.
1: No, not. Oh, actually, di- dialogue. There was someone did make a comment about dialogue. I didn't really focus on that as much. Is it because
0: Bane was Bane in it again? Was he? Y-
1: yeah, it sounded... <gasps> oh, you
0: shoot a man before throwing him out of a plane. <laughs> what a lovely, lovely voice. <laughs> oh. I'm so anyway, sorry. I'll
1: move. No, anyway, <laughs> you're fine, mate. You're absolutely fine. Um. I watched Palm Springs, new <laughs> Amazon. You didn't score still. it. Oh, I did. Did I not? Um, I, don't think so. I would give Tenet like eight and a half, I reckon. Alright, that's
0: that's encouraging. I am looking forward uh, to watching it when it comes yeah. out. Actually it's out cool. in uh, I think it's out in the UK in a couple of weeks. Um, as in it. to purchase.
1: Ooh. So I
0: definitely will watch it. I'll probably buy it for myself as a little treat. Because I haven't been okay. to the cinema since February.
1: Oh, I've been twice in the last month, which Fuck is unusual. You, <laughs> sorry. Um, I watch Palm Springs, that is, oh, I forgot what the, the guy from Brooklyn, Nain Nain, was that Andy Sandberg? Yes, Sandberg, it's Sandberger. Sam <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> yes, that recently came out on Amazon. It's kind of like a, a groundhog day situation oh
0: yeah like a time loop thing
1: yes that's um that was a bit, that was pretty funny i'll admit uh, like right. some people put it like four out of five on letterbox i wouldn't say it's that great but it's a bit of fun uh if you want something nice and easy watch it anomalisa is something that rec- uh, was recommended while i was at camping which is a bit of a mind trip have you watched this before
0: No, is it about uh, someone that's in a dream?
1: No, it's about this guy. He's going to do a talk about customer service and blah, blah, blah. But everyone he meets all seem the same. They look the same and they speak the same, except for this one woman that he bumps into who is, I think her name is Lisa.
0: Is she made of clay?
1: (laughs) They're all made of clay because it's a clay mation. <laughs> um, and then he come he's like madly in love with her. And then after they get intimate with each other, she becomes boring and then sounds like everyone else. So,
0: doesn't sound very realistic.
1: <laughs> yeah, you get with someone and then it all turns to shit. It's quite realistic. It's weird how <laughs> how anyway. That's our oh, that <laughs> Um Moving on. I watched Knives Out for the first time.
0: I suspect foul play, sir. Yes. What did you think?
1: I liked it. It's good, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Lot of fun.
0: I'd like to do um, a murder mystery.
1: Mystery. Double
0: bill one, one, one week. And that would certainly be on my list, I think.
1: What about uh, Murder on the Oriental Express?
0: murder on the oriental <laughs> express
1: uh, orient Orient. sorry <laughs> no,
0: let's do the oriental express
1: <laughs> moving um on. moving on i watched the light between oceans which i didn't realize that was a new zealand slash aussie well they filmed it in new zealand slash tasmania so that was uh that was good I watched Ben-Hur, four-hour fucking film that was on TV on Sunday night.
0: What, the original Ben-Hur? OG. Swords yeah. and Sandals. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. The Chariot Race and all of that stuff. Yep. Yeah, I think I've seen it when I was a kid.
1: Um, I think it, the more, more recent one came out in like 2016, but didn't get as good reviews as the original. But it's a lot shorter, so... You can't be bothered watching four hours of it. Watch two, just a bit of two hours.
0: Half the length, half the quality.
1: Half the quality, yeah, exactly. Um, I would speed cubers. Is...
0: I thought you was going to say speed two.
1: <laughs> no, another film, speed on a one boat, But that
0: one hasn't got Kenneth Branagh in it. It might have. <laughs> uh,
1: speed. Sorry. speed. Speed is good. S-
0: s- speed speed one two, good. not so
1: much. Uh, s- speed yeah. two,
0: terrible but speed how is speed cube
1: speed cube is about uh uh rubik's cube competition yeah it was a bit of fun it was a light-hearted uh documentary about these two uh competitors and they they're good friends with each other one's from australia one's from the states and um just about how they got into it and their friendship together, and one idolises the other. That was lovely.
0: One day, somebody uh, bought me a Rubik's Cube, and I thought, I'm going to try and make all the colours match up on this cube.
1: And I ripped up all the stickers and then I put them back together, and that's how I solved the Rub- Rubik's Cube.
0: I thought that's what you were meant to do. No, mate, that's
1: not what you're supposed to do.
0: Mum, yeah, you can't, put, you can't swap the stickers around on that Rubik's Cube. <laughs> no, Nicole says you can't do it. I don't know. I guess you've got to turn it and figure out how to match them up without doing that, I guess. Is that right?
1: <laughs> That's right. There's
0: Apparently. a documentary about it. It's called Speed Cubers. <laughs> yeah, Netflix?
1: Netflix. That is correct. Goes for 40 minutes, really quick. And that is all the films that I will discuss, even though that's not 15.
0: I didn't do all of mine, to be fair. I, no. didn't, do, I didn't do the ones that we're going to talk about shortly in the next section. Oh,
1: yes. Shall we
0: move on to that bit then, the next section?
1: Let's, let's we're do all,
0: that. we all anything goes down. Um, <laughs> all right, moving on to section two then, where we're going to be discussing Mulholland Drive and Triangle for our Movies That Fuck Your Head in the Mind episode.
1: Mind challenge.
0: Mind challenging, as we discussed before. Yes. Um, this was your choice of topic based on uh, one of our listener requests some time ago. Yes. Film Food suggested it, didn't they? Which is why you chose it as a topic. And because this is your choice, you got to do a little intro for it, mate. Sometimes we do a quiz, sometimes we do something else and, and whatever. So uh, I have got no idea what you're doing because we we always... I have it, we always leave it as a surprise, don't we? It's like we never yeah. discuss this bit. We never know what's coming. So what, <laughs> what have you got planned for this week, my friends?
1: Well, I thought well, it's kind of a quiz. It's more riddle. You have to oh, figure God. out the riddle. <laughs> I'm terrible <laughs> I mean, at riddles. So they're movie-based riddles. So just say, if I say cab chauffeur, what do you think?
0: Total recall. No. <sighs> All right, should I be serious and taxi driver?
1: Hey! Hey. Yes. I was like this is easy this is easy Dan. <laughs> <laughs> it gets harder as you go.
0: That's what she said. Hey. First one of the show.
1: So th- that's that's the concept of how these riddles how are we doing these riddles.
0: All right, so you're going to say a riddle to me and I've got to guess the movie title.
1: Correct.
0: All right, riddle riddle me like, this then.
1: Frightening film.
0: Scary movie. Ding ding. Was that the first one?
1: That was the next one. Taxi Driver was the first one.
0: Oh, all right. <laughs> so I get two uh, points so far.
1: Sure. Next one. Best weapon.
0: Best weapon? Yeah. Good.
1: <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> Top gun. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I like this.
1: Yeah. It's a bit of fun. I read these and I was like because I was either doing it this way or I was going to give you emojis but I think this is a bit more fun emojis like I'll give you like
0: on a podcast eggs eggs. Benedict uh, eggs Benedict Cumberbatch
1: and then it would have been like breakfast club or something anyway yeah I'm glad you did on. this one <laughs> Uh knife jogger <laughs>
0: Blade Runner.
1: Yes. I'm <laughs> glad you like that.
0: <laughs> oh, dear. Uh,
1: next one. Combat Society. Fight Club. Very good. Oh, this is going to be interesting. Soft, wet, shapeless mass of bookers. Of, of bookers Of books. What soft, soft, wet, shapeless mass of books?
0: Soft, wet, shapeless
1: mass m- of books.
0: Mass of books. Soft, wet, shapeless mass of books. Hard, dry, <laughs> circle. Um, no, no. <laughs> podcasts. That classic film. It's a sequel to Benner. Okay. Oh, I don't know, mate. Soft, wet, shapeless, massive books.
1: It's a Tarantino film.
0: Uh, Tarantino film? Jackie Brown, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Django. Und-
1: pulp Fiction.
0: How is that? Soft, wet, shapeless, massive books? Pulp fiction, being soft, wet, pulp. shapeless mass. <laughs> yeah. Of books. Fuck off. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) i bet even tarantino (laughs) wouldn't have got that
1: (laughs) i bet he would have all right next one the absence if you're listening
0: please would you have got that
1: (laughs) yes uh send us an email on twickenfixpod at gmail.com is that right it is now yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) uh Next one is The Absence of Light with a Soldier in, of the Middle Ages.
0: An Absence of Light with a Soldier from the Middle Ages. Um,
1: one of your favourites, I think.
0: Transformers, The Last Night.
1: It's Transformers, your favourite film.
0: Get <laughs> no. Out of Town. <laughs> I can't even keep that going as a joke. Um, An Absence of Light, uh, Dark um what was the last bit an absence of light
1: of a soldier from a middle of the middle ages what's another term for a soldier mercenary dark dark
0: dark mercenary no <laughs> dark
1: Dark. opposite of day
0: dark night yeah oh yeah i get it soldier <laughs> of the middle ages yeah 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 all right god this is harder uh, this- you yeah, I'm get, it, it, getting
1: it gets hard. it gets harder as as I okay. go. All right, we. moving on. Dad goes after the deity.
0: Um, pops chases God. More, uh,
1: you got one of the words in it. God. Yep. What's after God?
0: Chasing Dad. God. Dad. Father. Oh. Father. God. Quit. God Father of the gods. Father. Father. <laughs> father loves god father father uh, uh, fingers no um father 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 of the father might be
1: the first father is the last word
0: godfather Oh Jesus. Do I get a point for that one then? No. <laughs> what do you mean no? <laughs>
1: <sighs> father, 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 father. Alright, I'll do I'll do the, last, I get, the
0: I get half a point. I got father. Ah, uh, you
1: you'll get half a point
0: by that. And I got God. Uh, I got yeah. both of them, but that's not the right way around.
1: <laughs> Alright. I'll there's two more, but I'll i I'll say it. We'll just do one more. Uh Insane greatness and mount shorten Oh my god, let me say that again. (laughs) Insane greatness insane greatness and mount shortened.
0: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
1: It's one of your favorite films also. Another another term for insane. Mad. And then Mount Shorten.
0: Madless mad mad madless of the spotless mind. Ma- <laughs> uh, Liam Hemsworth.
1: It's the Auss- it's an Aussie film. Mad.
0: Uh, Aussie film. Mad. Mad.
1: Mad. 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 mad, mad. Oh. No. Mad,
0: mad hand. Mad. <laughs> mad shift. Mad left. Mad right. Mad. Madeline. Hold mad... on. Mad. Zmikkelsen, Mad Big, (laughs) Mad Box, Mad Men, Mad, oh, I don't know.
1: It's one of your favourite films, Aussie film, Mad
0: (sighs) Max. Oh, Mad Max. Hang on, say that's to again. Where did the Max come from?
1: Insane greatness amount shortened. So like maximum max. M- max is shortened. Amount shortened. Yeah.
0: Well, thanks for that, quiz. <laughs> God, that was it started off really easy and then it got really odd. There was no in between.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, what was my score? One, two, three,
1: four, five, six, seven, out of we'll say seven
0: out of nine. Oh. I don't know. I had less than that, but we'll go with yours
1: yeah <laughs> all right
0: seven out of nine i call that a success riddles and i love how it ties into the mindfuck theme because yeah I, I didn't have a clue what was going on for most of that section that was fun though
1: i'm glad you enjoyed that but instead of doing a regular quiz why not do a bit of a riddle
0: a bit of a riddle
1: a bit of who riddles. doesn't love
0: a riddle and I, I bet you you're like uh some of the people listening to that would have been like it's mad max <laughs> How do you not know it's Mad Max? It's obviously like Mad Max. Idiot. Oh. Idiot. idiot. All right, mate, steady on.
1: <sighs> what our listeners may be thinking.
0: Mulholland Drive.
1: We're going to get it out of the way.
0: Yeah, just get it out it's... of the way. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, we picked two films last week, Mulholland Drive and Triangle. We're going to start with Mulholland Drive, which came out in 2001 and it was directed by uh, David Lynch and it was written by him too. It was 2 hours and 26 huh. minutes long, which was the very first thing I noticed about it. I put it on and was like, <laughs> yeah. for fuck's sake. <laughs>
1: Bloody long film. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. Did I forget to mention that
0: last, you did. last
1: time we recorded? Sorry. Yes,
0: you, you failed to mention that. So, the cast... Naomi Watts, Laura Haring, Justin Theroux and Robert Forster is in it for about 37 seconds. The budget was 15 million US dollars and the box office was 21 million. So, not Ooh, great. Lost, right. lost a bit of dough. It lost a bit of dough, but it's critically acclaimed, this film. And mm. it seems to be on a lot of people's favourite lists. But I mean, uh, what what do you think this film was about? No
1: synopsis. We're just gonna get. Oh, right let's, into do it. let's do a synopsis.
0: Let's do a synopsis. We'll edit this in, so like it doesn't look like I completely forgot about the synopsis. <laughs> uh, synopsis actress so, synopsis in yeah. an actress longing to be a star, a woman searching for herself. Both worlds will collide on Mulholland Drive. Blonde Betty Elms has only just arrived in Hollywood to become a movie star when she meets an enigmatic brunette with amnesia. Meanwhile, as the two set off to solve the second woman's identity, filmmaker Adam Keshner runs into ominous trouble while casting his latest project, uh, plus a cowboy. I added that bit. Yeah. Yeah, so synopsis done. Um, The setup is pretty much that. So Betty is Naomi Watts' character. She arrives in Los Angeles and she's all happy. She's just won this dance contest and she wants to become a star. She's very excited and she meets this woman that's lost her identity. Do you know what? That's the first thing that I kind of, uh, I wondered if that was sort of one of the themes of the film was about a loss of identity and Hollywood. I felt like uh, the director was maybe taking a bit of a stab at Hollywood. Oh, thank you. Um, I feel like he was (laughs) taking a bit of a stab at Hollywood. I mean, completely wrong. I could be completely wrong. I feel like he was taking a bit of a stab at Hollywood because he had some of the executives who were just arseholes. Um, He had the director who wanted to go with his own casting, but they were pushing for something else. I feel like he was having a stab at uh, executives there. And then he had the archetypes. So he had the cowboys. He had the naive blonde actor, uh, actress coming in who wants to be a star. And then obviously one of the... Uh, characters loses her memory. Um, that's all I'm going to say about it.
1: <laughs> and that is that is the end of our review. No, which um, Mulholland
0: Drive. Now, uh, now for Triangle.
1: <laughs> um, so, I was waiting for because I was like, okay, this is a mindfuck film. So, I think it got to must have got to the last thirty minutes, which is when mm. you figure out what the hell's kind of happened. Yeah. Do you know? Did you understand?
0: I think so. So Betty and Rita, or Betty, was it was all Diane's fantasy is is what yeah. I took from it. So Diane was a failed actor and she was yes. imagining she's, this other and scenario. She jeal-
1: and she was jealous of, yeah. So Betty, who is Naomi Rott's character, who yeah. in the reality is Diane. Is that yeah. right? Or was he the other way around?
0: Yeah. No, Bit it was Diane in the Real World, yeah.
1: Yeah. And she fantasizes that she is, you know, permanently, you know, ends up with Rita, who is the yeah. woman with Admisha, but in the end, Camilla, which is her uh her her actual reality name, is going out with the this director who in the yes. in the fantasy he's not very he's just like almost loses the um, movie that he's about to shoot because of wrong casting. He wants to cast a a certain person, but everyone's like, no, if you don't cast this person, then this film's not going to happen kind of thing. So it's just about her fantasy of picturing that she's doing really well, but in reality she's not. And you get to see that in the last half an hour, I guess.
0: And the, her fantasy is, is explaining, I guess, in her own mind, why she wouldn't have got certain roles. She's kind of blaming it on other people that had to make choices because of executives and stuff like that. I think one of the very last things I wrote down was, this is Betty's fantasy. So I wasn't sure if I was right about that. So I'm glad that we came to the same conclusion. Oh, we solved it. We solved it. Well, tell me this. Riddle me this. Uh, yes. miniature pensioners escape from blue cube.
1: Yeah, that I didn't get. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that about? I didn't get that bit. I was just like, how does that? Because wait, how, where did she find? She found the cube in her bag and she needed the key. or well, she had the key, but yeah. she didn't have the cube. And then they went to the theatre and then found it there. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah. The, the, was the it... cube,
0: they, was, was, they found the cube when they were at the theatre, I think. And uh, the key was in Rita's bag with all of the money, I think, if I remember That's correctly. Right. Yeah. And I, I don't really know
1: <laughs> what the
0: blue cube I don't, was about.
1: I don't, I don't get that bit. No. She put the key in the cube and then all of a sudden she disappeared. And then next minute you see... Diane's reality, which is Camilla is going out with the with the director and she's making her own yeah. angel- very jealous and Di- you know, Diane wants to be with Camilla, but she's just throwing it in her face, pretty much.
0: What did you think of it? And what kind of experience did you have for this film while while you were watching it?
1: Was I bored by it? I was a little I was I think I was a bit Bored and confused at the start Because I was just like "Where? When's the mind fuck bit Gonna happen
0: Oh it happened It was very surreal in places
1: mm. And like the whole The director You know Ends up living in a shitty uh, Spot because he ca- catches his wife With Billy Ray Cyrus
0: Was that Billy Ray Cyrus?
1: <laughs> yeah mate It wasn't
0: Billy Ray Cyrus <laughs>
1: Yeah it was mate <laughs>
0: Was it?
1: Yeah, <laughs> oh, I didn't even know that. And then pours lots of paint on her jewelry, and then yeah, ends up in a shitty hotel. Gets a message from a cowboy. Goes <laughs> meets the cowboy and says, "You better put this person in, in the in the movie, or else you know this film's not happening."
0: This is the girl. That uh, that that cowboy was um, David Lynch's mate. He was called Monty, apparently, and this is the only hey. film he's ever been in. Uh, those go. cowboy clothes were his own clothes they were his yeah, own they clothes Brilliant. Yes. they were they were not clothes from the costume department. they were his own clothes, very expensive apparently uh, Lynch watched an interview with him. I watched a few actually just to, to try and make sure i'd interpreted yeah. this film correctly and I, there's loads of stuff that I missed, but I think for the most part we've we've got we understood it, Religious, which is impressive yeah. we got the yeah. gist of it yeah that 's a good way of putting it. Yeah. But uh, he was saying that his friend Monty, who played this cowboy, he, he said he was great, but he couldn't remember any of his lines. And Justin Theroux standing there with a board uh, with, oh no. with the cowboy's lines on it. And even then <laughs> he was still screwing it up. I, I I had a strange experience with this film, which is not uh, that surprising really, but mm-hmm. I was kind of hooked on it. I was kind of engrossed because I was just like, what is going on?
1: Mm.
0: What is going on? And it was... I must say, it felt dreamlike, and I guess that was the intention. By the time I got to the end of it, I was kind of like, oh, it's all a dream. And I always feel like that's a little bit of a cop-out in a film. But while I was watching it, I was kind of hooked by it, um, just because I was curious, I guess. And uh, like I said up top, I'd be interested to see it again with that knowledge, to see if there's any other things that... make more sense on a rewatch. I have heard a few critics say, actually, that if you've only seen it once, then you haven't seen it. That does make sense to me. I think it might just be a little bit too surreal for me.
1: Okay. Uh, The the theatrical um, bit near the end, that was quite a beautiful scene. Silencio! Yeah. If I read correctly, Lynch... Uh, was in like either a music studio, or he had bumped into this woman and asked her to perform something. And I don't know if it's the exact same recording, but it was something similar. And he just like instantly thought, "Yeah, perfect. Going to add this to this film." Yeah, it was. I I quite enjoyed that scene. It was quite beautiful and but a bit bizarre. At the same time.
0: Final thoughts, I guess. Uh, Did you know that this was originally a TV show?
1: Yes, I read about that.
0: Basically, uh, it was originally conceived as a a spin-off of Twin Peaks. Never heard of it. (laughs) Apparently, the network, the ABC network, one of the executives watched it. And Lynch describes in in an interview that he was watching it while standing up while on the telephone. And he hated it. Anyway, it went into the bin for a year or so. And then Studio Canal, French company, approached Lynch and said, you know, would you like some cash to make this into a feature? So he repurposed all of the material he had to make it into a a film. There you go. Yeah, there you go.
1: And that is what Mulholland Drive is today.
0: I find it very difficult to score this. Mm. Um, It's almost like I'm going to give it an initial score and then i feel like i should rescore it after i watch it a second time so my initial yeah. score is going to be a 6
1: i yeah i kind of get that i'm like giving it a 7 i feel like it should be higher than a 7 yeah concept is quite good i mm. just maybe it was a bit too long a little bit bored by it in in ways but also it's quite beautiful so yeah, yeah maybe maybe a second pair of eyes or third pair of eyes maybe a different story
0: Maybe if we uh, had three eyes.
1: Yeah, <laughs> maybe.
0: Let's move on to Triangle then, which is a much simpler film. Yes. <laughs> I Not never thought simpler. I'd I'd see the day where I said Triangle is a simple film. Um, <laughs> so Triangle, two thousand nine, directed by Christopher Smith. Uh, the budget was twelve million, and the box office was one point three million. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Ugh. I'm pretty sure that was Worldwide Box Office as well, so it lost a ton, which is surprising to me.
1: Yeah.
0: Cast, especially as it's got Hemsworth in it.
1: Mm. So
0: cast, Melissa George as Jess, Michael Dorman as Greg, and Liam Hemsworth as Victor, plus a couple of others which I haven't written down. Uh, The tagline is, Fear Comes in Waves. And the synopsis reads, When Jess when sets Jess out on a yacht with a group of friends, she cannot shake the feeling that there is something wrong. Her suspicions are realised when the yacht hits a storm and the group is forced to board a passing ocean liner to get to safety. A ship Jess is convinced she's been on before. Uh, it's set off the coast of Miami. Uh, Bermuda Triangle connections, maybe. They don't really talk about that, but it's sort of... Shot in with the Queensland. Location. Shot in Queensland, was it?
1: Yep. Pretty much Aussie cast as well.
0: Yeah, Hemsworth, Melissa George. Is Michael Dorman, Aussie?
1: I believe so, yeah. I like I saw a few of the actors, I'm like, oh yeah, she's from McLeod's Daughters. (laughs) McLeod's Daughters. (laughs) Oh
0: yeah. (laughs) That's the most Australian thing I've ever heard (laughs) in my life. (laughs) McLeod's daughters.
1: They're on a farm, you know, with some horses.
0: <laughs> um, I've always been fascinated by Bermuda Triangle stuff. And I think that's why I first watched this film back when, roughly when it first came out. I probably saw it around about 2010, about a year after it came out. And I loved mm-hmm. it. I thought it was great. And I bought it on Blu ray immediately, about seven years later. And I w- I've watched it th- three times in total now. And I think finally I get it. Like, what? Like the first time. I was a bit confused by it. Uh-huh. The second time, I think I got it mostly, and now it's like, oh yeah. Yeah. I but I'm it. a bit more educated now. I know a few more bits and pieces, so that mm. could, be, could be why. And it helps doing a podcast where you talk about films every week. You learn things. It might not, yeah. it might not seem like it. It's steeped in Greek mythology, this, isn't it?
1: Yes.
0: So they're on a yacht. The, the yacht capsizes. They find this big ocean liner. They get on the ocean liner to escape from the yacht after a storm had hit them. And, capsized
1: mm-hmm. them out
0: of nowhere yeah and i guess that's where the greek stuff starts to the greek mythology starts to come in with the god of the is it wind keeper of the winds i've written is that know.
1: is that what the boat's named after
0: aeolus and when they board the boat they find like a mural and it describes the sisyphus tale where sisyphus is he tries to cheat death and his punishment is a, an eternity in pushing a boulder up a hill and then they're falling down, and he's got to start again over and over again. Mm. So, time loop, which is where the time loop stuff comes in. So, Jess, they all board the ship and then they find out that someone's killing everyone, and it's a masked killer with a shotgun and a bag on their head, a bit like the scarecrow from Batman Begins. Yeah. And, um, it's obviously Jess because you look down and she's got the same shoes. Yeah. So basically there, there ends up being three versions of Jess.
1: Like a triangle.
0: Like a triangle. Three points of a triangle. Exactly. Mm. Three copies of Jess, three time loops. Actually, the room that they go into where I think it's called a berth. Ah, right? uh,
1: yes. I don't know. We'll yes. just call
0: it the room. Um, it's re- The number is 237, which is uh, a reference shining to The reference. Shining. Yeah. And a lot of the, the decor was just Shining-esque as well. So I, I enjoyed mm. that. That's something I didn't notice in my first two watches that I, I noticed in, in this one. Yeah, so, and then that basically they all get killed. Um, there ends up being loads and loads of copies of, of dead bodies, loads and loads of copies of certain uh, chains uh, and jewellery and stuff. So you get what's been going on. Eventually, Jess becomes the Jess that we are oh, trying to explain this, <laughs> the yeah. Jess that boards the boat that we're with becomes the final Jess that's killing. Everyone. Who
1: come, yeah. And then and she, she, she gets, uh, she goes off, off board.
0: She gets, uh, she gets pushed overboard by herself. Yeah. And she washes up ashore, uh, back in Miami and she goes to her son, um, or goes to her house, And she sees herself being physically abusive of her son. And she kills herself, stuffs her in the trunk. They have a car accident. They crash. And that's where it all sort of ties together, isn't it? Because she crashes Mm -hmm. or she gets out of the car and then the sky goes black and a taxi driver comes out of a (laughs) a taxi, funnily enough. And he's all dressed (laughs) in black and he's like, where do you want to go? And she goes to the port was it called a triangle port? I don't know, can't remember now. The, oh, I can the, port, the porty port of boats. Um, and then that's where it all sort of ties together. So she's died. She the, the Grim Repo is the taxi driver. Taxi driver's like, where do you want to go? Mm. She uh she wants to get back on the boat so she can try again to
1: So her so her son doesn't die,
0: kind Yeah, of as opposed to accepting what she's done. And moving on, I guess, into the next realm, whatever that may be.
1: Yeah,
0: she's destined to just relive this thing over and over again because she's tried to be a bit crafty. She's tried to cheat death, and she's she doesn't own her mistakes. And the the truth is that she is a fucking horrible person.
1: Yeah,
0: and uh, she, her punishment is is getting on the boat and having uh, self murdered by herself
1: three more times.
0: Yeah, makes all the sense, yeah. doesn't it?
1: Yeah, <laughs> and it just re- kind of rep- it's like. Because when she originally gets to the port to go on the on the yacht with her friends, mm. it kind of, so you see that, and it kind of at the end of this at the end of the film, it's like that same loop is starting again where she yeah. arrives there and and Liam Hemsworth's character meets her and he seems and she seems confused and he's like oh what, is she okay and he's like oh no I don't think so yeah I like I kind of got.
0: I understood it by the end of it. Yeah. And that's where she started pushing the boulder up the hill again, if you're using that metaphor, which they quite clearly said uh, in the film. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I I really enjoy this film. I think it's a really, really good film. I've seen it three times now and it'll probably be a while before I watch it again, Mm. but I do enjoy it. Um, I think it's a very original film. It's obviously, it's an old story but told in a, a new way. And I was considering putting this on a time loop double bill because I put it on
1: yeah. our movie
0: set on the water and I didn't, uh, I did, but yeah. you didn't choose it. And then I was considering putting yeah, this on a time loop double bill, but I thought maybe that's a bit of a spoiler. So I, I yeah. decided not to, but when you said mindfuck, I was like, Oh, triangle. Yeah. Great. Perfect. Yeah. I thought Melissa George was, was really good in it. I thought the production was really decent well i thought i thought that it looked very good considering it was a 12 million budget for a film that's set on the water 12 million yeah. is is bloody cheap i mean it's definitely a mindfuck film it certainly qualifies we for for once i think we've chosen two films that totally qualify for the topic 100 yeah. mindfucking um, <laughs> so if you're in the mood for getting fucked in your mind insane in the membrane i would definitely go for triangle and mulholland drive yeah, yeah I'll, I'll give this an 8 out of 10 for me. It's an 8 out of 10. Solid 8 out of 10. No more, no less.
1: No more, no less. I'm going to give this a 7.5 out of 10. First time I've seen it, I would definitely watch it again.
0: There are bits, there are parts in it that, are, a little bit like I imagine Mulholland Drive where, they would make a bit more sense. It's not as anywhere near as complicated as Mulholland Drive, in my opinion, or it seems to be more connected. Whereas Mulholland Drive feels very disconnected, but I get the feeling that if you think about it hard enough, you could connect all of the dots. Whereas this, it's quite, Mm. it's not as ambiguous and it does tie in together quite nicely.
1: You know what would have been an interesting mindfuck film? I'm thinking of ending things. That is a very mindfuck film and I'm still confused. I, I'm. I think I mentioned this uh, a couple of months ago that I watched yeah, it, and um, I'm confused. I'm still confused by. It. I still hadn't. I haven't done any more research about what happened in the film, but that would consider it as a mindfuck we would have spoken too long about it and probably still wouldn't know exactly what the hell happened in that film but anyway it's
0: long as well isn't it we'd still be watching it It's
1: long yeah it would have been too long
0: i do want to watch it but i've heard that it's very mindfucky and i just i know that after i've watched it it's going to suck up so much of my time watching youtube videos
1: (laughs) Let's move on to the next bit.
0: We are going to now pick our topic and our films for the next episode. And because we have uh, gone bi-weekly last couple of episodes, we're going to stay bi-weekly for at least a couple of weeks to see how things get on with our lives and lives. stuff we've got to do. Oh, life! Don't. Don't start. Don't start. Yeah. Because because we've screwed up our our calendar. Um, You're going to choose the topic again.
1: Yeah. You're giving me more homework.
0: I'm giving you more (laughs) homework. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Which is just what I need right now. No, it's fine.
0: Because you're not busy (laughs) enough.
1: No, no, not at all. Um, I thought drinks double bill because it's silly season. And what do you do when it's silly season? You get lots of drinks in you and put your head under the table. That's not, you, you your drink under yourself under, you drink <laughs> yourself under the table. That's what I meant to say.
0: Maybe the head in the sand and drink yourself yeah. under the table, but you, you merge yep. the two. So uh, yeah, yep. you drink your head <laughs> under the table. Um, what's silly season? Because silly it's,
1: season. It, it's Christmas and everyone goes out and has Christmas parties and they it's do not silly Christmas. shit.
0: It's December. It does. It's not Christmas for the whole of December.
1: And, and New Year's, New Year's you get, you get a bit silly.
0: <sighs> yeah, well, I, I would argue that that's a year-round thing for me.
1: That's like a daily thing for me. That's
0: like a Tuesday. So yep. drinks, drinks in films. Um, I have interpreted this as... Because it, it's quite difficult to choose film about drinks.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, we spoke about cocktail earlier on in the, in the <laughs> Twin Peaks podcast, uh, Albert and I, which was fucking awful.
1: There's a Bollywood version of Cocktail. Let's go for you that instead.
0: It can't be any worse than the Tom Cruise cocktail (laughs) where Tom Cruise makes a drink and then Tom Cruise seduces all of the ladies and maybe his his boss thinks, oh, Tom Cruise is cool, so I'm going to teach Tom Cruise how to do more cocktails and and womanise more more ladies and Tom Cruise. So I interpreted this as, um, I basically chose films with bars in them.
1: I went for drinks in particular.
0: Very specifically.
1: Very specifically. So here are my picks uh, Number right. one is you ready to go? I me? Gonna are, you to me? Yeah. are you talking to me? Yeah Are talking to Gary? To Gary
0: Gal, yeah, she's talking to me okay. <laughs> Alright, yeah, number on, it's one on Net- It's on Netflix You can't No, you can't You can't change the stickers On a Rubik's Cube <laughs> No Nicole said it <laughs> So we're to, so now we're going to choose three each. We're going to knock two out of each other's list to come up with a final two. So you're going to give me your three because you choose. You know, the, the chooser of a topic goes first.
1: Number one is Whiskey Galore. Never heard of it. You definitely haven't heard of this one. Number two is the 101-year-old man who skips out on the bill and disappears.
0: This is the title? Yep. I ain't got enough on my little number two section. <laughs> oh, right. Can you say that again, please? The the man, the
1: one hundred and one year old man.
0: Well, the one hundred and one year old man,
1: man who yeah, skipped out on
0: who skipped out on. Yep,
1: yeah, the bill and disappeared.
0: On the bill. Yep. Yeah. The TV show. Sure.
1: Swedish film. That one. Right. And after all that, and number three, wine country.
0: And am I spelling that C-U-N-T-R-Y? Yep. We're choosing that one then. <laughs> um okay. Uh, you're just doing this because you're gonna just try and screw me over with doing the recap, aren't you? Um
1: <laughs> I can do the recap if you like.
0: <laughs> right. Uh mine are nowhere near as obscure as yours. Mine are very obvious in fact my first pick is from *Dust till dawn because they go to a bar what is called the titty twister my second pick is with nail and i because they are alcoholics and my third pick is sean of the dead because they're trying to escape the zombie apocalypse by going to the pub so to recap then (laughs) strap yourself in so to recap you have chosen whiskey galore a 101-year-old band who skipped out on a bill and disappeared, Swedish, <laughs> and you picked Wine Country. Um, yeah. I picked From Dusk Dawn with Nell and I and Shaun of the Dead. And now, immediately, we knock one out of each other's list, so we're left with four. <sighs> I feel like Wine Country is probably a documentary.
1: It's a comedy.
0: It's a comedy, all right.
1: It's got Tina Fey and all those... Uh, regular comedians that work with tuna Fey.
0: okay uh, listen uh, uh, purely because i don't want to say this title next episode <laughs> i'm going to knock out the 101 year old man who skipped out on a bill and disappeared in swedish
1: oh what a shame
0: because i don't want to say that title every time we speak about it
1: i think it was a pretty average drink film anyway
0: all right uh, what are you going to knock out of mine
1: I'm going to get rid of From Dust Till Dawn.
0: From Dust Till Dawn is gone. All right, then. So to recap, what's now left in your list is Whiskey Galore and Wine Country. And what's left in my list is With Nail and I and Shaun of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, can you tell me a little bit about one of yours?
1: So let's start with Whiskey Galore, uh, directed by Gillies McKinnon. That sounds about right. Nailed uh, it. it. Nailed it. It came out in 2016. It's only 98 minutes long and the synopsis is, in the story of the inhabitants of the isolated Scottish island of Toaday, their outer inbreds where gloom sets in as their wartime rationings of whiskey runs out. When the cargo ship of the SS cabinet minister runs aground and uh, screws Islanders' run rings around buffoonish English home guard. Uh, Commander Captain Waggett and conspires... (laughs) I'm not making any sense. Decision
0: made. Captain
1: Captain (laughs) Waggett and conspires to hide away the cases of the precious amber nectar. It's a true story, apparently.
0: There's no whiskey. There's loads of whiskey. I'm hiding it.
1: They're hiding the whiskey. Right. They're rationing their whiskey.
0: What was the? Um, was that drama?
1: Dr- oh, romance comedy? No. Romance comedy. That I, okay. I, I doubt that. I don't think it's. I don't think it's one of those romance movies. I saw it briefly. I feel like it's something that you may be interested in. Wine Country, directed by Amy Polner. Is that right? That comedian? Amy Pola. Pola, That's the one. Yep. Tagline is, friendship is a trip. And the synopsis is, a group of friends head to the land of Oki Chardonnay's and big and bold Cabaret Sauvignon for one member of the squad's 50th birthday party.
0: Okay. Well, what year friends. was this? Fairly recent, isn't it?
1: 2019. Yeah, it was last year.
0: Okay. Uh, and that is a comedy again?
1: That, that is comedy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Getting ready for the comedy, yeah. <laughs> All right, shall I tell you about mine then?
1: Yeah.
0: So uh, my first one was With Nell and I. It was directed by Bruce Robinson. It came out in 1987. Uh, and it stars Richard E. Grant as With Nell and Paul McGann as I. Um, so, synopsis, uh, the, well, the tagline is, if you don't remember the 60s, don't worry, neither can they.
1: <laughs>
0: and the synopsis reads, two out-of-work actors, the anxious, luckless Marwood and his acerbic alcoholic friend, Withnell, spend their days drifting between their squalid flats, the unemployment office, and a pub. When they take a holiday by mistake at the country house of Withnell's flamboyantly gay uncle, Monty, Monty, they encounter the unpleasant side of the English countryside tedium, terrifying locals, and torrential rain. A very funny film, um, a classic. It's on a lot of people's favourites lists and I can understand why. It's very funny. It's early Richard E. Grant, and it said Serbic in there, and that's, that's very much true. So, uh, Sean of the Dead, directed by Edgar Wright, 2004, minutes long, a romantic comedy with zombies. You've seen Shaun of the Dead, haven't you? I've yet to say this, film. Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> the synopsis is, Sean lives a supremely uneventful life, which revolves around his girlfriend, his mother, and above all, his local pub. This gentle routine is threatened when a dead return to life and makes strenuous attempts to snack on ordinary Londoners. Hmm. Um, I'm amazed you haven't seen Sean of the Dead. You've seen Hot Fuzz, haven't you? Yeah, that
1: was first time this year as
0: well. I would argue that I've got two of the best classic British comedies on my list. Mm.
1: Um,
0: both British completely by accident. I, 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 they happen to be British, but uh, they happen to be British. I've gotten proper into my chimney <laughs> swap <Smith> <laughs> Proper, proper Cockney. Proper Cockney. Oh, Cute. you can't put the, pull the stickers off the Rubik's cube.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tell your mum <mom>
0: that. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't seen All right. Mm. Um, uh, I I think I know which way I'm going to go with yours, mate. I fancy a bit of a laugh, to be honest. And huh. I'm going to knock out Whiskey Galore and I'm going to suggest that we watch Wine Country. There you go. It's, you know, you said it's a comedy with, directed by a comedian with a yes. lot of comedian powers in it. So I quite fancy watching that one, mate. Where are you, are you leaning on my list?
1: I, I think I'm going to watch Shaun of the Dead. I don't know if you're going to watch it, but I'm definitely choosing that film.
0: You're choosing Shaun of the Dead and you're knocking out with Nell and I. Yes. Okey doke. Awesome. So for our drinks in films episode, uh, we're going to be watching Shaun of the Dead and Wine Country.
1: Honourable mentions. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What did I have? I had Sideways, which was a film about wine, uh, the Indian cocktail... Blood and Wine. That's got um, what's that actor's name?
0: Andrew McCarthy.
1: Jack Nicholson. There was a film. Was that? Oh no, there was a short film that goes for three minutes, and it was called Pina Colada.
0: Pina Colada.
1: Yeah, let's let's have some Pina Coladas next week when we do this right. podcast. That'd be delightful. Uh, Coca Cola Kid was another option. Uh, Whiskey Tango Fox, Drop. Which isn't technically... Uh, well, they do drink a fair bit because they're in... I've the seen throat. that. It's crap. Oh, you don't like it?
0: No, I thought it was oh, crap. Good thing.
1: good thing I didn't put it on the list. <laughs> oh, there was a film called Whiskey Fist. Is that a documentary? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's a short it a film. It's a short, it's a short film. Maybe I'll watch it randomly next week. A branding intern, a, a branding intern loses the life he once had after encountering a mysterious blonde and her whiskey bottle, but gained something very special in return. Hmm, Interesting.
0: Is is what he gains a fist in? Is that what it is?
1: (laughs) I'll watch it next week and I'll let you know. Um, The the Rum Diaries, which I've seen many, many years ago. The Lost Boys, Vampire Drinking Blood
0: a bit tenuous but yeah okay
1: yeah and then the drunken angel
0: all right i've never heard of a lot of your films actually i thought casablanca because rick's calf uh kind of setting that bar in it um i thought blues brothers because probably there's a bar in it probably which i can't remember but probably uh train spotting because they're always pissed and high aren't they An American Werewolf in London, because uh, the pub in it is called A Slaughtered Lamb and Rick Males in it. And it just, that scene stands out to me in that film. Amelie, because she works in a kind of a calf bar. She works
1: in a cafe, yeah. Yeah.
0: And The World's End, another Edgar Wright film. I couldn't pick two Edgar Wright films. And that is the weakest out of the three Cornetto trilogy movies, in my opinion. Yeah. And that's it. That's all I could come up with
1: amazing i mean
0: every time i typed in bar films or drinks in films fucking coyote ugly came up and there's no <laughs> chance in hell i was going to choose oh that
1: oh my god why did we not choose coyote ugly dan is done with the podcast after that comment he's walking I am away done. right now
0: i t- tell you what before we move on to the next section i'm just going to go yeah. to little boy's room very very quickly so i'll be back in two okay. minutes all right okay i'm not editing any of this out <laughs>
1: You'll just have to listen to me while Dan goes to Little Boy's room. Maybe I could say my review right now. Dan won't have to hear it. And then uh, that's it. Then we'll finish off the pod and you guys can all go to bed or whatever you're doing. Ah, oh, bloody goopy. I've uh, I finished my review. Yeah, I finished my review, Dan, <sighs> so it's all good. You don't have to listen to it. Listeners. Oh, so when
0: I go to edit it then there'll be a, a perfect review of yeah. gooby yeah
1: five five out of five bloody brilliant film
0: oh you're scoring it out of five are you? <laughs> no no god
1: no gooby came out in 2019 99 minutes long tagline is because everybody needs a friend love isn't that nice everybody <laughs> needs a friend
0: that's lovely Everyone, everybody needs a gooby
1: Everybody needs a goobie. And the synopsis is, imagine if you had a six-foot tail monster. Tail? Let me say that again.
0: Six-foot tail.
1: (laughs) I can't speak today. I've gone all cockney all of a sudden after talking about whiskey. Okay. Let me say that again. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine. Maybe this is a dream. Maybe it true.
0: I'd be really pissed off if I woke up from my dream now and I'd just done a whole podcast in my dream and I woke up and it was Tuesday morning and we had to do the whole podcast again.
1: <laughs> oh, goodness.
0: Okay. Synopsis is,
1: imagine if you had a six-foot-tall monster who helped you through the rough times when you were 11 Willie is terrified about moving into his family's new home. He's convinced it's filled with evil space aliens out to get him. In response to his Yep (laughs) in in response to his wish for someone to save him, Gooby comes to life, a lovable, full size scraggy orange furry creature. This is such a big synopsis, FYI. This is pretty much the plot of the whole film. <laughs>
0: there's a plot. Um,
1: <laughs> there's a plot. No, it's, there isn't. Who is? <laughs> fact seems more frightened of the world than Willie. The two have hair hair raising adventures and learn something about power of friendship. In the end, Gooby fulfills Willie's initial wish by bringing Willie and his dad together in a touching and exciting climax. That is pretty much what the film's about, guys. Yeah, they well, just explained
0: say... the whole film. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. so Willie.
0: Little Willy.
1: Little <laughs> Willy. <laughs>
0: oh, ha ha ha. <laughs> um. <laughs> I made a joke about a penis.
1: <laughs> about a tiny penis. About a tiny um.
0: penis. <laughs> Little yes. Willy.
1: Little Willy young Willie, who is oh my god get through this nicole get through this okay. <laughs> um so yeah will is 11 years old and um his, <laughs> his mum <laughs> and uh his family move into a new home and he sees all of these random alien creatures and there's a, there's a noise one. I think the first night he moves into a house, in his house and he freaks out. He's like, Oh, you know, I think he mentions Gooby. I can't really remember. And then all of a sudden Gooby, who is uh, his childhood toy, who's who was left at his old house comes to life, somehow gets to his new house and Willie gets freaks out. He's like, Oh my God, there's this big bear. And yeah. he's like, Gooby, what the hell?
0: Doesn't he live in a shed?
1: He finds him behind the shed Then and and he goes, oh, yes, this is your new little spot because you can't live in the house with me. And Gooby's like, no, I can't live in this shed. This is not appropriate. So then he ends up living in the attic, but then he makes a lot of noise So then he somehow ends up in the shed again. Um, oh, the drama. Yeah, the drama. Uh, Willie is uh, also – so he's moved to a new school and – doesn't feel like he belongs there. And then there was one Halloween, he goes to the movies and his uh, schoolmates think that Gooby is his dad, dressed up in a bear costume. Right. His uh, school friends want to watch this scary movie. and Big they, Bruce. Yes, that's right. Big Bruce. And the person who was selling the tickets was like, oh, do you have an adult to... Uh, be in this movie with and they're like oh yeah yeah they're in the car and then Gooby saves the day he's like oh yeah yeah these kids are coming in with me and his school friends think that he's uh, the coolest kid in town so then they become friends with him and then he leaves Gooby behind and Gooby's really sad and then Gooby disappears for some reason and then one night <laughs> I don't know this is oh, was that? The, I, yeah, I, I, that's not the that the,
0: That's not a comedy bit.
1: No, is there any comedy bits in this film? No, none at all.
0: I mean, it looks pretty funny to me.
1: It looks pretty shit. <laughs> 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 oh god! And then yeah, Go- Gooby disappears. Then he somehow, somehow gets in touch. I, I. I watched this film a couple of weeks ago and I've kind of forgotten what's happened because obviously it's not, it's a bit shit and I don't really want to remember this film ever again.
0: You've done seven um, Rubik's cubes since you've watched this film.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I took, I didn't take any of the stickers off. Um, and then somehow Gooby ends up in his dad's old childhood house. And that's right. Yeah. So Willie ends up, he, He's missing and his dad and his mum's freaking out and then somehow Gooby calls his dad to go to this location and Gooby must have been his dad's childhood toy and he sees him in real life. He's like, oh, my God, Gooby's a life-size bear now and then it's no secret that Gooby's been hiding all this time. So Gooby gets introduced to the family and he's part of the family for like a week or two. And at the in the end, Gooby realizes that he needs to move on. You know, Willie doesn't need him anymore. You know, he's a big boy now. He doesn't need someone to.
0: He's a big Willie now.
1: He's a big Willie now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then, Gooby ends up being a small bear, and Will gives the bear to a young girl in the home department store, and that is the end of the film.
0: And then Gooby starts to terrorize another young child.
1: Another child. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. This Isn't child. there
0: a bit where he gets stuck on a crane?
1: So yeah. So what? So what happens is Will he had a, he had an accident in school. Gooby hears a phone, a, a voice message, and then next minute there's another call from his dad saying, "Oh, you know, there's this emergency." But the emergency that he's got is a work emergency. So, Gooby goes into his, uh, Willie's dad's uh, ute and thinks that he's heading to the school. And because his dad works in construction, he sometimes, he's somehow ends up on a crane and uh, his dad's colleagues are like, Is that a bear on a crane? And Gooby's like waving in the background. It's a bit weird. It's a weird film.
0: Uh, For our British listeners, could you just explain what a ute is, please?
1: Oh. What what are you guys? Because if you haven't seen Neighbours,
0: I don't think you'd know. A pickup truck, I guess. A pickup truck. Like a Toyota Hilux, I guess.
1: Yeah, that would be. yeah.
0: Welcome to Translations with the Swinge Picks podcast.
1: (laughs) Aussie translations for, no, British translations for Aussie things. Yes. There's a voiceover for Gooby, and then the the person who is standing as gooby was a completely different person okay it was really yeah the
0: voice was uh robbie coltrane who's a british mm. actor
1: uh hagrid from harry potter
0: i know him from cracker but yes anyway robbie coltrane uh eugene levy's in this as a teacher as well
1: oh yeah oh yeah his character is very odd he's like <laughs> he's like have you ever heard of this book that uh, that he supposedly made. He goes, I am the author and I made three books and none of the kids know what the hell he's talking about. He's a very odd teacher. And he's he, an odd duck. And he randomly sees Gooby and is like, wants to get a photo of of him to prove oh, yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's that hilarious uh, bit when he has the camera upside down. <laughs> He has it upside down. <laughs> That's a joke. Yeah. He has it upside down and he realizes and turns it the right way.
1: Oh my god.
0: Brilliant joke. Brilliant joke.
1: Such a shit film. Well done though. Did you
0: did you have the um the budget and box office on this?
1: I didn't, no. I didn't I didn't think that far. Do you?
0: Yes. Yeah, I do actually. Um the budget was six point five million and the box office was 3234 pounds. Oh,
1: <laughs> God. I'm really surprised by that. It's like a 10 out of 10 film for me. Is it? 10 out of 10 of how fucking terrible this film was.
0: If you're reverse scoring it, yeah.
1: Yeah. God, it what, was
0: What was your actual score then out of 10? If you had to score it out of 10, if you had to, like pretend you're doing a film podcast. What would you Oh,
1: if I was if I was doing a film podcast, I would probably give this
0: half a point
1: out of 10. Wow. I just, I I don't know why this film was created. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, you, you grow up and you don't need other people. No, that's not what, that's not the point of the story.
0: The point point of the story is a giant bear. Were you not watching this film, Nicole?
1: Oh, Humphrey B bear. That's an Aussie, Aussie classic. You know, Humphrey B. Bear would be a resemblance of Gooby, if okay. any Aussies are listening to this podcast.
0: Humphrey B Bear. I'm writing this down because I need to go yeah. and look it up after I've done my <laughs> Rubik's Cube.
1: Uh that's it. Let's let's move on.
0: All I'm right, done. let's move on. Let's move
1: on. <laughs> so Huffing moving on then to
0: the polls. Um yeah. last time. I chose for you Monsterd and you chose for me The Secret, Dare to Dream. Mm. And you put this poll on and I don't yes. know the results.
1: So. so there was a total of six votes and um, three of them went to you, three of them went to me. Oh, Yeah, a draw. I was always going to ask people to help me out but I got too busy with work and I was just like, oh let's let's go to a toss. Let's see. Oh what a
0: shame. Let's but have a toss.
1: If you lose, I will definitely watch this film with you next week and review it with you. really day day. Yeah. I want to see how terrible it is. <laughs> it's
0: got it's got Katie Holmes and Josh Lucas in it, isn't
1: it? I know. <laughs> it's,
0: it's <laughs> just <it's> a, great. <laughs> that was an inspired choice what way. hats off to you. um <laughs> all right let's look so, for something to toss, shall we? What are we tossing
1: Look, look, look I'm tossing whatever's in my hand right now Oh, you've
0: got a coin Alright then
1: I've got a coin Quantum Tosser Alright, you choose Heads or tails
0: Uh, tails never fail
1: Oh, do they? Oh my god Please be heads No! No!
0: Is that tails? <laughs>
1: Oh I'm my god!
0: Done. Oh no! My fortune has turned around completely <laughs> because for the third time in a row, you're watching another stitch up, and oh. you have to watch Monsterd.
1: I was wanting you to watch that film. Um, I might just watch your film as well. Just for shits and gigs.
0: What the secret data dream?
1: <laughs> oh, what a shame! What? It is sort of a shame, isn't it? Yeah,
0: but not really. I I had <laughs> so many secret jokes in my back pocket ready to go. Oh, do you know what? It's because I imagined. It's because I, I said to the universe that I am going yeah. to win. Of course, it exactly.
1: is. Oh my god! That's why <gasps> you didn't have to. Watch real. The, that's why you didn't have to watch the film, because you know the theory about
0: this film. I visualised it. I said, uh, yeah. "I'm definitely gonna win the poll, universe," and it came true. Ooh. I'm gonna tell the universe I'm gonna solve this Rubik's cube.
1: Yeah, you're just gonna stare at it, and it's gonna
0: it's gonna do itself. So monster. It. Fuck you. Fuck.
1: <laughs> I did not want to watch this film.
0: Oh, right. I guess we need to pick the films for the next poll. Which uh, it's my turn to to do the poll. I know what I'm gonna choose for you. Do you? Who wants
1: to go first? Am I going first? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Considering it's December and it's Christmas time and there's so many terrible Christmas films out, (laughs) I thought Operation Christmas Drop for you.
0: Operation Christmas Drop. (laughs) Is this about uh, an old and tired Santa Claus that drops a hippo off to a child?
1: No, it's about an army base that uh, does a Christmas job to rural islands around the area and <laughs> the U- <laughs> and the US uh, one of the, the US wants to close it down so they send someone over and that's all I'm going to say. I don't want to spoil it for you, mate, because if you win next, if you lose next week, then you'll get to watch this amazing film. And I know exactly what it's about because I watched it the other week.
0: I was going to say, it sounds a little bit like you've seen it.
1: Yeah. I've watched so many horrible Christmas films just to see what I <laughs> shall give you.
0: I didn't think about doing a Christmas film, actually. I'll do a Christmas I'll do a Christmas one for you next time Because the one I've chosen for you is not a Christmas film Well, it might there might be Christmas in it, actually I've not seen it, to be fair But it's on a lot of Ooh. lists for being one of the worst films ever made um, And it's called Mac and Me <gasps> No!
1: I actually have this on my list And I was potentially going to choose this this week
0: Ah, well, remove it... it off the oh. list Because I've chosen it for you already
1: Oh, uh, funny <sighs> brilliant mac yeah are you gonna
0: are you gonna lose four in a row next time
1: wouldn't that be nice for you
0: for me yeah (laughs) it'd be
1: great (laughs) don't get too excited mate
0: all right i'm not gonna count my horses that's not right i'm gonna count my goobies we need to go we need to go we need to go we been doing this for a while now let's let's yeah. let's wrap it up so if you've made yeah. it this far thank you very much for listening we really appreciate all the listens and downloads that we're getting at the moment mm. uh if you want to catch up with uh me i'm on instagram at flick.face the show on instagram is twin pod if you want to email us it's twinpickspod at gmail.com where are you on the socials mate
1: i am on Instagram at
0: nika or Nika Creative. Oh, wonderful. If you'd like to support the show, uh, we're on Kofi at Twin Picks Podcast. If you want to help Nicole get a new microphone and headphones set up, it definitely <laughs> helps our technical difficulties. Um, <laughs> if, yeah, if you want to support the show, then head over to there. Uh, it would be appreciated, but you don't have to. We don't mind. No. Uh, we do it for fun anyway. Uh, yes. And I guess all there is to say now is to we have to say goodbye to somebody, don't we?
1: Yes. Goodbye, Mr. Norris.
0: Goodbye, Chuck Norris, and see you next Tuesday,
1: Australia. (laughs) Laters. Bye.